That's right, man. Charlie's People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. <laughs>an intro like that people who needs to say anything people deluded i'm back again first things first i hope everyone had a great weekend shout out to all my arsenal fans because we got back to usual ways of collecting three points and hopefully we do that against chelsea on sunday and actually zurich on thursday on that topic people tuesday wednesdays is champions league thursday is obviously europa league i'll be doing watch alongs for such make sure whether you're on twitch or youtube you have your notifications on and just make sure you know 15 minutes 30 minutes an hour where arsenal's concerned before kick off watch alongs go live don't rely on notifications hope everyone had a great weekend hope everyone's having a great monday in your personal and private lives and good health and all of that sort of stuff as usual smash the like button if you're on youtube appreciative of all the support you guys give me any talking points in relation to the game in relation to what we're going to go over as you know feel no sort of way about getting them in man it's going sweet man went gym done a couple of admin work and you know for me it's a pleasure to have this platform and this ever-growing platform you know monday and fridays are the same really and truly so it's appreciative to you lot man well go on jason i'm there my guy we saying american gooner come on shout the mods on, on twitch and youtube shout the youtube members as well and everyone who's following on twitch as Amazon Prime. Late night study sesh. DG streams always coming in clutch. Shout out to you and all the Aussies, mate. Yes, DG says Jay. I don't know if you agree, but I was most impressed with Gabby's goal yesterday. Haven't seen a goal like that Arsenal for years. Might be cap because I'm sure we have, but I, I, I was impressed with Martinelli because it's a calculated goal. Obviously, it started from the left. Martinelli, I can't even remember, but I'm pretty sure he found Saka. Saka's obviously made the cross, but again, the cross only works if you have the anticipation. Gabby is starting to think, really, and it's it's great what he's doing in terms of goal scoring. Like, my challenge for Martinelli has been... What he's doing right now, you had the left, left, the, the, the left, the left wing was kind of vacant for us. It was open season. Smith Rowe, now Martinelli's locked it down. Saka's always playing on the right, whether it was a Bamian, Lacazette, or Eddie towards the end of last season. They're the only strikers. Martinelli, we can't, he'll have to improve with his back to goal and refine a lot of stuff. But, and I think the left wing is his thing. You've seen him play left and right. 
I still think we've got to develop him into being able to play up front because I think there's a listen. He could he, he he's gonna do his thing on the left hand side, but I think he should be a player long term where he can thrive through the middle on the left or the right, kind of like Gabby Jesus as well. Hopefully he's able to bag. But yeah, man, my challenge to Smith uh, was to Gabby. Sorry, was can you do what Smith Rowe and, and Saka did or better? Have your really standout season, double figures in terms of goals and assists. How many goals has he got this season? Five, six, maybe seven. Again, focusing just on the league. So. That's what we need. We need numbers. And really, for all the potential, we've got the potential to score goals. We're not necessarily goal scorers. You know, Martinelli starting to do it. Smith Rowe prior to his injury starting to do it. Saka starting to do it again. You know, can they do it for years? Jesus, that's the one sort of stain against his name. Can you be a goal scorer? Hopefully he can get 15-20 in the league. Hopefully Odegaard can keep performing where metrics are. Where Odegaard's concerned, obviously you're playing as a camp. Goals and assists are all that matters. You need to put up numbers. But for me... And he does it on occasion. The biggest thing I want to see from Odegaard is he runs the show. Cesc Fabregas S, Santi Cazola S, run the show, conduct the tempo of the game. Because although we beat Nottingham Forest on the weekend and it weren't really a that thing, I think prior to that, Southampton in the second half, PSV game, uh, definitely against Leeds. You, obviously, the way you defend, just the basic premises of defending is one thing. But how you hold, if you've got the ball and you hold on to it, your opposition can't do anything. So I think he could dictate the tempo of the game. And I do think long term, he will play in an eight role um, for Arsenal Football Club. But yeah, man, if, if that's what you're alluding to, then yeah, because again, you've... You've seen people score a lot of goals, but again, it's, it kind of papers through the cracks. I'm seeing calculatedness from Martinelli, and that was the thing. As Arteta famously said, he needs to kind of calm down last season. Don't do everything at 100 miles per hour. You know, keep what makes you Martinelli. He provokes havoc. He never stops trying and and he, and, and, and them sort of things there, but mould it. And I think you're starting to see that. Still could play with his head up a bit more. Still could. I still think he tries a bit too hard sometimes to get goals and make things happen. But that's his age and things like that and a bit of naivety. So I like the way Martinelli's going, just like everybody really and truly. And hopefully we can't get too excited off one game. But hopefully Reese Nelson has now arrived. We're going to get into it with him. But hopefully he's now arrived then, at least until January. Show Mikel Arteta, yo, listen... I know to talk about the other players, but I need a contract. I could be used here in, a, in some sort of capacity, a regular a first, uh, you know, a rotation option. Because even if we do bring a winger in, the next guy we've been linked with is this uh, Torres guy. There's op there's options, you know. Marquinhos probably is going to head out head out on loan in January, but between him and Reese Nelson, if they can do something, you can change Mikel Arteta's thinking, and you know, hopefully Nelson can be a good player for us. Or if not, put him in the shop window. We move in it, so yeah, credit to Reese Nelson for his. Ca I don't want to say cameo, but cameo appearance better yet off the bench, really. So hopefully, he can keep doing his thing and pick up where he left off and filled with confidence, really. And you know, you probably will get to start against Zurich, probably rest Saka's legs for that. Go strong in other areas we can afford to because you know, if Saka has to play one game this week, it rest his shin, his ankle, whatever. There's so many Chinese whispers in relation to his injury. If he is back, we you know we pray for the best and we hope for the you know we hope for the best, but we prepare for the worst and that Saka not being fit, um, and he can do his thing really. But yeah, man, you know Pepe's gone, Marquinhos and Nelson, you're the only options right now. Again, if another striker was to walk in tomorrow, or Eddie and Ketia did a madness, maybe. You know, if Eddie was on a purple patch, Eddie obviously would be playing week in, week out. You probably shift Jesus out wide and things. But, you know, you need to be able to play in the modern day one position, in it? Like, have what you are, but have what have other things. And I think Martinelli can thrive off the left or through the middle. Smith Rowe, obviously, inverted playmaker at home in the 10, long-term eight. Odegaard, eight and 10. Xhaka's played a whole variety of roles within the midfield role. Um, 
you know, Saka can play on the left and the right, left back if required, like there's mad injuries. Obviously, Zinchenko's played a couple of roles. Tommy Asu the same, Ben White the same, you know, and there's probably a couple of other exceptions to the rule. And when you've got players that are still learning, but players that can actually do it, which I think we have respectfully to Cedric, you know, we see you play left and right back and other sort of things like that. It's a myth. I personally think Nelson would prefer to play off the left, but end of the day, you need to just get minutes where you can in it right now, if I'm complete, if I'm completely honest with you. So, yeah, man, hopefully Reese Nelson picks up where he left off, gets some confidence and ultimately shows the manager why, in whatever reason, you're in and amongst this team, In it, It's a squad game. There's a lot of football to be played. There's a lot of football that's been played and a lot of, you know, a lot of injuries and things like that. There's a lot of football to be played. We don't know what the World Cup is going to be saying for the physical condition of the players that are not going, let alone the players that do go. Obviously, the fixture calendar list is not kind now to the end of the year and it's not going to be kind to, from... January onwards, really, and we've got some must-win games. So, yeah, be filled with confidence, but there's more to come in it. You know, again, Reese Nelson living the movie. Hey, Lem boy, off the bench, two goals and an assist. You know, five-goal thriller yesterday. It's all fun and games, in it? But we need to see in it, as I've said, minutes are currency. And Nelson hasn't had too many minutes, you know, maybe not deserving of it, but you haven't had any. Maybe if you left in, in the summer, there'd be a team where you could say, I've played 10, 11, 12 13 games already. So you've backed yourself to stay. Arteta believes in your talent, but it's how you train. It's how you take your chances. And Mikel said, take your chances. Obviously, Nelson, a bit like Fabio Vieira, Smith Rowe had a bit of touch and go and teeny. Obviously, they're not all in the team for a variety of reasons, but always Fabio Vieira, if I didn't make that clear. Uh, for, for as good as the start till now of the season's been for Arsenal, I always find myself thinking, you know, what would it have been if these lot were fit? Because they kind of had to play catch-up. Smith-Rowe's, I mean, not Smith-Rowe. Nelson's basically been out for two, three months. He's got all well, like one start, maybe two to his name. He hasn't got that many minutes. So he needs to keep building up fitness, building up confidence. And whether he makes it here, there or anywhere, things should start to fall into place, really. But for Arsenal, by all means, I want him to carry on doing the Halen thing, be another Halen youngster to progress properly and, and lay down a marker. If not, let's make some money and let's keep it moving, really and truly. So... That's what I would say. That's a great talking point. But you do feel it's, I don't want to say final chance, but where Arsenal's concerned, things can happen, in it? Because it looked like at a point, Eddie and Ketia's days were numbered. He got a wrong, got a new deal. But it does feel like Nelson from now to the end of the season, regardless of what happens in January, it's now time to show up in it in whatever chances you get, really and truly. And that goes for several players, you know, even someone like Fabio Vieira. I like him, but you can see why he may be not be starting. Some games you look more positive than others. Sometimes you've come off the bench and look blisteringly good. I don't want to be that guy, but I, I wasn't really impressed with Fabio Vieira off the bench against Forest. I think for a technical-based footballer, you know, when you're when you're misplacing too many five-yard passes, there's issues. He does need to bulk up a bit. There's a couple of times he's trying to shield the boys, appealing for a foul. It's, sometimes they are foul, sometimes they're not. The other team's going down the other end, really. But I even think with Fabio Vieira, he's improving defensively, and that was shown against PSV um, in the week last week. But yeah, man, that's where that's where it was. I know it was not in the forest, but I'm still gas. Bro, we scored five goals. It was a first sort of performance in a while that was somewhat replicated. The, the start of the season, really. Do you think Saka is seriously injured? Honestly, I don't have a clue, man. Like I said, we hope for the best, we prepare for the worst. Isn't it? I don't know. I'm not privy to the information. I don't know what's exactly wrong with him. You know, Saka gets kicked every game, so I'd be, you know, one has to wonder. There is going to be one kick that he can't carry on from. And, you know, Saka strikes me as someone. He gets kicked every game. He ain't trying to come off. Definitely in the first half, if you don't need to, in it, But... It is what it is, man. I hope for the best. As I said, man, we hope for the best. Keep running up the likes, people. 
I see Eddie moaning when he came on after party shot. He needs to fix his attitude when he came on and Vieira looks tin weight. Bit harsh players can moan, man. A hundred starting to think I was so shocked to see his movement and the way he took the header. You know what you do off the ball makes it on it. As my coach in Sunday League used to tell me, if you put if you pass the ball, don't just sit there admiring how great the pass was. Keep getting involved. Football is about being calculated. What you do off the ball and um on what you do off the ball offensively and defensively makes the difference, especially nowadays, really, because I think is it is it oh, I can't say his name. Is it the Interboss? I can't remember. I don't remember if it was the Interboss or Napoli boss. One of them bosses were talking and they were saying football nowadays, it's not really about tactics, it's about finding gaps in the opposition and the space you can attack. Martinelli scored that goal because of the, you know, because of his thingy, because of the the um the movement. And there was a volley, I can't remember who it might have been Newcastle. I think Tommy Asu set up Martinelli last season. There he's starting to get there, really. You know, we've come a long way from oh Mikel Arteta, he doesn't know what he's doing with Martinelli, he's got to go on loan, he's got to do this, he's got to do that, and the rest, man. Pardon me. Big up DJ in the nation. Feels good sitting at the top after putting Forrest in a spliff. Have you checked in on Matisse? His team got cooked by Brighton. Listen, we have to stay humble because we got them this week, innit? DG, do you, what do you, sorry, what do you think if, sorry, I don't know why Siri's telling me about news and that, but DG, what do you think if Arsenal get Mudrick and Dika, maybe Telemans or another six or eight? Step in the right direction, really? Much of our progressive play start is when Odegaard came deeper. The fact he's doing what he's doing now is beyond fair for him. Exactly. To be fair, you know, I just know he's got more in him. Reese always my driller. He can do a ting second half of the season. I hope so, man. I hope so. From what I've seen, I mean, this this Torres brother played against us, you know. He's played against us in pre-season. I've seen, from what I can see available, he can play on the right, play on the left, play in the hole behind the striker, play as a striker. Obviously, there's a bit of MLS, MLS tax and things, but if we've done our scout and do the thing, Pai has been pivotal to us dominating games, really shows why the six row is so important for the forward plays to flourish. Amen. And the thing with Partey, again, and we kind of use this, not to criticise Lokonga, but that's, and I'm not asking him to be Partey, but Partey off the ball, as, as to keep up that theme, off the ball. He's always showing for the ball. He takes up positions that give Xhaka a lot of confidence. You know, him and Xhaka play, I don't have any statistics, but you see a lot of number of great one-twos between them. I know Partey scored, but... You know, even against PSV at home, when Partey came on, Xhaka and Odegaard as well, Xhaka went up a level and was doing his usual stuff. Yesterday, obviously, Partey's goal is going to be more of a headline than the other things and Reese Nelson. But I did I did think them two played good in the pivot. And I do want us to see a bit of a long-termism around that. Like, they're 30, they can still keep playing. But we've got, whether they stay here or not, we've got young players in, in the final third of the pitch. We've got young players in the kind of defensive third and we do need experience but one wonders you know where is that long-termism where Jacko and Partey are and if you extend that to El Nene who again I would always advocate for Lokonga to play but if anything happens with Jacko or Partey El Nene is the best in in fact Jacko and El Nene probably because they played together a number of times but they'll probably look a lot better than Lokonga at this moment in time because they all understand their jobs but they're all probably on the wrong side of 30 so yeah man but Partey pivotal bro this is why you need a squad because, again, when these guys are not there or there's injuries or suspensions or loss of form, we need to be able to keep it moving. Reese is so tidy with his touch and technical ability. And again, you saw him grow in confidence throughout the game. He was playing a bit safe initially, trying to get in the groove with games. When he scored and the team was doing what he's doing, you saw the confidence taking people on, trying little flicks and all the rest of it, man. I still have my doubts on Nelson. One game ain't changing my opinion yet. And, I, and it shouldn't. You know, it shouldn't. It's down to Nelson to prove that that is wrong, really and truly. The, the ability is there. I badly want him to make it here, but 
we haven't got time for stagnation. Everyone develops at different rates and things, you know. Saka went like that. Smith Rowe had to go on a couple of loans. Eddie Taylor in the last season announced himself. Hopefully, Reese Nelson can do that. Everyone's developing at different rates. Lokonga and Tavares should take heed and inspiration from that. But at the same time, we can't wait. Like, the league is not going to wait for every one of these players to hit maturity and be the players we brought them here to be in it. So if you're... You know, obviously, if you're stagnating, we need to review steps. Do you go out on loan? Do you do this? Do you do that? But fundamentally, there might come a time where we've got to cut people loose. Need a tool striker that can tap in easily. Haven't heard of that player, but trust in Mikel Arteta's talent ID. He played against us in pre-season. If Arsenal don't get players in Jan, use our F. Boy, apparently Mesut Ozil's agent has said he could never play for another English team. He's not a bad man. He loved his time at Arsenal and is still in, in contact with a lot of the players, not least Saka. They have a special relationship. Big up them, but, you know, devil's advocate. You know, people wanted a bad man, didn't they? Wanted, and it kills me to say this about Mesut Ozil, but even the Prem wanted you. It's easy to say that. No one's on you, really. You know, it's, it's a myth, but big up Ozil for that one. Five league goals for Martinelli so far. Four goals for Saka. Four for Odegaard. Five for Jesus. With Vieira, hey, where's your comment gone? Big up stylish as well. Team for Thursday. Hey, someone's comment went, I'll, I'll circle back. But team for Thursday. Ramsdale, Tierney, Tomiyasu, Gabriel holding, Saliba get a little rest. Uh, midfield, Granite, Granite, Odegaard party. I can't lie, take them off after the game's done, innit? You should be able to get away with Lokonga instead of party against Zurich. So let me say party rest, Lokonga, you're in. I'd let Saka have the night off, really. So I'd probably, you know, I'd go Martinelli, Eddie and Ketia and probably, probably Reese Nelson. But then again, there's Fabio Vieira. But we need to win the game. We should have enough, but we need to win the game. I don't know, you know, because you could, you do have to kind of think about Sunday. But again, if we don't win that, we can still top the group, but confirm the qualification, man. To remind Arsenal fans... Fokondo was the was the player that sat Maria Nuno for a goal in pre-season and fashion four key chances. Quality player on the right slash cam. Xhaka can't play DG. Why not? If he's fit playing, bro. Cedric has to start. Cedric probably does start. You're right. Still, Cedric, Vieira, these sort of guys. But I'd rather us confirm the win than, than, than do that. But I don't know, man. I have to think about it. Sambi will be interested. Oh, yeah. Xhaka can't play. Suspended, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, on that... Can we get away with Odegaard, Vieira, Lokonga? Oh, yeah. Man said Reese Redemption arc. I hope we get Telemans too, man. RIP Perm. Yeah, Xhaka can't play. Yeah, he got his suspended still. Yeah, so no Xhaka, no Xhaka. Matt Smith, not starting. Hold the bench and get some minutes. I prefer Reese being our Europa League camp hero because I don't see him replacing Saka. He lost the Europa League final while on loan. It's time to win one for us. New Conference League, but I get the point. And to be honest, you know, it's we just need to. It's not. It's not just you're playing in the cup or you're playing in the league right now. We have to utilize the whole squad. Smash the like button. Facts, DG. We don't want to end up like Liverpool with no legs in the midfield. I'd love for us to sign Endrick Felipe. He looks a real baller. He does, but the dream is free to ask with sold separately. El Nene, Smith-Rowe, like a new signing, but can we actually get some signings? Gio has said, DG, Falcao, Fokando Torres excites me. People see him as Saka backup, but I think the kid can, can pass Saka, or at least we don't feel the blow when and slash if 
Saka doesn't play him. All means, why not, man? You know, he's come through. Is it Penren now? Penren now? I can't say the name, but the Uruguayan team, they always have a decent amount of Uruguayan players coming through. If he fits the philosophy, we've scouted him. I don't care if they come from North America, South America, League One, League Two. If we've done the due diligence and they can bring something to the squad, why not? He is clearly a development sort of player. So I do hope he's better right now than Reese Nelson and Marquinhos because then you have three of them, you know, three ringers. Well, Nelson brought back Marquinhos, development player, but brought in, you know, we do, you got a lot of wingers, but in the quest of helping us secure top four and beyond and progress to the latter stages of competitions, there's not really, unless it's like a dramatic, someone that's really going to do that right now. Vieira got a way to come, but we'll get behind him until he gives us no reason to continue. Amen. With Vieira, he needs to bulk up, gets bullied and be more quick and read better and read better things he can improve on. Bro, whatever uh, Bernardo Silva and them guys there took, he needs to take them bills and he'll be all right, man. But it's his first season and it's not even been six months, so I'm allowing him a bit. And you was really just going to be brought in initially anyways to be a, pardon me, a squad player, kind of someone that can complement us and grow. And I like the way he talks. He says, I'm not really on sitting on the bench. So bide your time, you get your chance. Take it. Simple as that. Give Arteta headaches. Let's not forget Pepe. Well, he's got a year left, man. So I would love there to be a romantic thing. Pepe comes back next season. He looks to Pepe that he can be on his day, shows more consistency and we're laughing. But it's probably the beginning of the end. The fact that at the time, Reese Nelson looked like he probably need to move on. Marquinhos, a tried and untested young man coming from Brazil. The fact that them two are seen as better options in the squad than Pepe, it kind of tells you the writing on the wall, really. In my opinion, we go with Vieira in the 10 on Thursday, bring on Odegaard if the game's not going our way. I hear that, but I ain't been going our way last couple of games, man. I'd rather just do this thing. Get Vieira on Smith Road diet. Have you seen the Smith Road picture with the double looking chubby? I man, I'm not weight watchers, man. He's not playing. I don't mind, man. As long as when you come back, you do your job, man. I do think every football man, football fans, we're all wanting to be physios saying which player shouldn't play or that. Weight watchers. He didn't look chubby to man, really. I'm not that I'm watching, man. But listen, if you come back and you look leggy, then there's issues. But you're naturally going to put on weight. He is in training, but naturally you're going to put on weight, really. But ain't that deep. Hold on. Cool from Whitehaven in England. Where the hell is that? Defo ain't nothing regarding me. Oh, what? But yeah, that's what I would say. 78 likes. People keep pushing it. Let's keep going. Elite talking points. I thought he looked stocky. Bro, let him do his thing, man. Listen, Smith Rowe's my guy. I'm not Weight Watchers, isn't it? If he comes back and he's not doing what he's doing because he looked like he put on the pals, then fair enough, man. But I'll leave it to you, experience guys. You don't know more than me and that, man. I have a feeling Jesus and then Ketia might start. Well, he might start Jesus. Jesus catting for a goal. Any, it don't matter what competition. Zurich, Armidi, Marquinhos and them can pattern that. They might be able to, but we need to just win that, man. Loki glad Xhaka isn't playing. He needs to rest, especially since he's going to the World Cup. I hear that. Dania said, Ramsdale, Cedric, Holding, Gabriel, Tierney, Lukonga, Odegaard, Vieira, Nelson, Eddie Jesus. Decent lineup still. I hear that. Do we need a replacement for Holding? No, I just need better than Rob Holding, really. Respectfully, I like Holding, even though he's rubbed, but there's a drop-off, you know. If anything happened to, let's say, Gabriel, because there's not a left-sided centre-back, I'm put, probably putting Tommy Asu there. Obviously, Ben White can play there. You know, really and truly, Gabriel, Saliba, Ben White, three really, for me, suitable out-and-out centre-backs. Tommy Asu can be pulled over there. I like holding his shoulder. He can come in and do a job, but coming in and doing a job, you know his base level isn't there and there's a significant fall-off. So you probably need someone else to come into the team and push him further down the, 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 the pecking order, really and truly. 
Why don't you sign Manuel Neuer? I'll leave that to you to figure out. Smith Rowe will to next year. He'll come. I think I'll wait till next year. He'll come back stronger. But then they're going to hunger on things. People need to remember Vieira had had not had senior numbers at Porto when he got him. He's one for the future. Ah, he came with a foundation, a bit like Lokonga. He came with a certain foundation. Like, weren't this someone who had like 14 assists in the top division in Portugal? So we do need to give him time, but it's not like he's a he's a spring duckling, isn't it? He's, he's at the elementary stage. You do need to give him time to grow and, and them things there. But I did expect a bit better. This is someone where I'm looking in front of me, 76 appearances for Porto, in fact, 10 goals, 18 assists. So he's got more experienced than some of his teammates. Obviously, new league, tactically, on and off the field, there's a lot to adapt with. He's had injuries, but that don't really cut it. You know, he's got 54 appearances in Portugal. I'm not asking him to be amazing like that, even though I want him to. But I did think there'd be, a bit like Lokonga, I did think you'd be of a certain sort of level quicker, and more so on Lokonga than Fabio Vieira, because I am convinced in Fabio Vieira's talent. It's just about that consistency. Consistency in every pass you make over the 90 minutes, your movement, how you play in every cup competition, how you play regardless of where Mikel Arteta plays you. And I think sooner rather than later, he'll be breathing down the necks of Smith Rowe if he's fit, of Odegaard if he's fit. Obviously, Zinchenko can play fullback, but, you know, if he's an option in midfield, then that's what we need. I, I really like the way Fabio Vieira talked about signing for us. He's like, I'll play wherever Arteta wants. I can play eight. We've spoken about that. I'm a 10 by trade. I'm not really on this sitting on the bench. I do want to get capped by Portugal and things. He's been at a team that's won a title as well. So there is something. And he, you know, physically, he... Obviously, nothing can prepare you until you're there. And obviously, the Portuguese league is, is a level below the Premier League in terms of the pace and things like that. But he's one, he was one of the most kicked players statistically, as, as all the social media dons were showing. So I, I, I wouldn't say that, you know, someone with 76 appearances, I wouldn't say that's not senior numbers. That's a good foundation to build upon. But, and again, fans, the harsh critics might say there isn't time, but what people need to understand, you need you don't get time in football, players, managers and whatnot. But nothing happens overnight. You don't just be a young player, wake up the next day and all the errors out of your game and are out and you're playing to a mad level. This is the next step for him, really and truly, because I don't know how Porto's thing was set, but the things that you were praised for at Porto, Mikel Arteta might say, yeah, thumbs up for that, but I need this, I need that. And for me with Mikel Arteta, obviously it's about what you're doing on the ball, but he makes a big song and dance, rightly so, about what you're doing off it in all your actions. And again, a couple of comments he made a few weeks ago, I've always stuck with me with the areas that he needs to improve defensively. And in the last two games, I've seen him put more of a shift. It's just about more consistency in him. And, you know, at some point, the Nelsons, the Fabios, they might get a run of games because you already know the fixture list. January, we hope we sign a couple, but nothing is confirmed. So we'll have to see people in that. Getting exactly getting to the round of 16. We've already got a congested fixture calendar list. So why add more? Do the thing. I don't know what the Fabio Ferran Torres talk is, but yeah. Coward said three positions we need striker, winger, centre mid. Is Nelson a must for first day's game? Nothing's a must, but he, you know, if if Arte has ever had ever been thinking about starting you, that's your strongest case. Your last start didn't really do much, but that's you, you know. That's your strongest case. And really, Saka shouldn't be playing unless he's coming off the bench, really. Seems like Gabriel has a red nose about every game. I can't lie, I need to pattern it up. Yet yeah, with Gabriel, it's just happening too frequently. Would you offer Nelson a new contract if he plays? Well, I can't lie, I'd probably give him a, a... I hope there's an option of another year in his deal. I'd probably give him a new deal. But again, maybe just away from clubs, being able to talk to him and pouncing on him. 
Give him that hunger, innit? Give him that hunger because, let's be honest, Nelson has been a bit comfortable at Arsenal. Give him that hunger. He's playing for his future. His last two cameos have been shocking, but it's calm. we got a slow cooking word to Mikel. think he only got starts in the second half of the season, so the stats are probably screwed. They probably are, but that is significantly more experience than some man when they came into the team. There's no way around it. If you've played 76 times at 22 years of age for a club and you're coming to join a young a team where... We haven't really, we've got some with that, but we haven't really got that and we're trying to rebuild. There should be certain things you shouldn't be doing. It was Gabriel's pass still. Pai has been pivotal to us dominating games. It emphasised the importance of strengthening January with an effective replacement. I see no lies. Shout out to everyone watching from the 9 to 5's office grind. Shout out to the 9 to 5ers, the single mums, you know, the, the stay-at-home dads. Everyone just taking care of business, man. Shout out to the haters, dude. Just joining, but I can't lie. I think signing Torres could be a bargain and is a low-risk price. I hear that. Do we really need a backup striker with Balogun coming next year? He's having a fab season in a team that create very little. Again, we can't get too excited of what man are doing in 12, 13 appearances. Again, because I like the talk around Brook Norton Cuffey. I like what Balogun's obviously doing. I like what Patton is doing. And they should all come back in pre-season, show Arteta in training what they can do. Maybe they could be utilised. But again, it's not been 20 games or, or, or something like that. They're going off a, you know... We're going off a small case study and there will be good or bad moments. Balogun's going to come back more experienced. You know, personally, I think if we're in the Champions League, you need someone that's better than Jesus or levels or bring something different to what Eddie has. If Balogun could do that, fair enough. But it's never just one season and you're done, you know. So maybe it could be best just hard palming him out on loan again unless there's proper, proper significant progress. They're all going the same way, you know, run the rule. But admittedly, for me watching Balogun, he's improved, but it's not even a disrespect to him. He's, he's at where he should be at right now. But it's not a thing where I'm like, oh, you're ready sort of thing. There's a lot to improve. And again, for a striker, he's still young. You know, what was Jamie Vardy, Aubameyang or Kane doing at them ages there? And I'm not saying that to criticise them. There's obviously strikers who was, but people underestimate how difficult it is to be consistent. Because Balogun right now, he can make mistakes, have good or bad games, not scored, not scored in the last game. And it doesn't affect us. You know, There's naturally, there's still going to be some naiveties in his game. And you see it. I've seen it when I'm watching Reims. I've seen it when I'm watching England. You know, the hardest thing to do, especially in the final third, is make the right decision. If you score, great. But make the pass when it needs to be taken on. Don't overplay, you know, and shoot when you need to shoot. And sometimes he does that youthful stuff, playing with his head down, trying a bit too much. The, the standard has to go up next season. We need to be even harsher next season. There's probably going to be even less chances for young players where, by God's grace, we're in the Champions League. You'd assume we're going to be in Europe, whether that's Champions League or Europa League and the rest of it. Because a lot of it, provided we carry on doing what we're doing now, that now this can't be somewhat of a of a rare season where we struggle to get Champions League. This now needs to become a minimum. We need as a team to get into that scenario where all the things that we're praising our players for, you're not necessarily praising them for again. Because we've been robbed of these things for years. We're praising them. You don't necessarily praise City for being a good team, for winning games they shouldn't win, for going on mad runs, for having suitable defensive records, for their players doing great, for Kevin De Bruyne, lovely, you know, lovely goal he scored at the weekend, but lovely 30-yard passes, Harlem for scoring. Obviously you do, but we need to get into that scenario where it's the minimum really and truly. You're not going to praise Floyd Mayweather for being consistent necessarily, are you? It comes with the territory. And that's where we're on the right mo we're on the right road. We're going in the right direction, but that's where we need to go. And with these young players, you're always a, a superstar or overrated according to 90 minutes. Look at Nelson. He's amazing to everything. I'm not talking about people that can see, oh, I had concerns about him. 
maybe let's give them a chance. I'm not talking about level-headed folk. We're talking about the, the, the average fan. They'll sit there, Nelson's finished goods, he's done out here, this, that and the third. Has a great game against Nottingham Forest, he's the bee's knees. Then what's going to be said if he's going to be shaky? Because we don't know. If I'm devil, I think he's got potential and ability, but we don't know. He might be rubbish in the next game. So, yeah, man, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Appreciate that. I wouldn't say he's been awful, but, yeah. I think everyone's forgetting Saliba has a little slip-up. Bro, Saliba's been stinky last couple of games, excluding this. Gabriel had a good game. He just got that brain fart in him. It's a bit like Leeds. He was one of our best players on the pitch, but he does the brain fart. And for me, he's always going to have that. But it's just the one issue is it's happening too frequently. He has less goals in the Champions League, but he does have more goals in all comps. Reese Nelson than odds on the day. I don't know. Us sitting at the top and being linked with Falcondo guy really shows me that Kronk ain't serious. Hopefully I'm proven wrong. Big up the warehouse workers as well, man. Sel so, Nketi and now he's having attitude issues. I'm sorry, but I've seen this comment a lot of times. Where is this? I'm not saying people are wrong, but where have we got this Eddie Nketi attitude issues from? Like, where, where is it? Every now and again, there's some BS that finds its way. Like, where? I'm not saying you're wrong, but where? What evidence? I haven't seen him sulk. I haven't seen him not do what the manager demands. What, because he's moaning at teammates like they all do? Like Ramsdale says he moans at Xhaka. He's got a lot to improve. Balogun could be on the, an option on the wing, but I mean, come on now. The man's a striker. Let him play out wide. It's a myth, man. Cons of living in a fast-paced world. No one has patience to let things slash people go and develop. And again, that's the issue. I'm not saying Arteta, because there's been times where he should have been probably sacked. And if he was at other clubs, he would have been. But, you know, even him. You've got to earn the patience. We will know by mid-February what will happen with Enketia because he will get opportunities so it's on him. He probably stays to the end of the season because no one else. And even though if Balogun is playing abnormally good and Eddie's shaky, of course I would say, yeah, can we swap them? One guy alone wants to stay here, but just let him. You've got him in a good environment. Let him develop, man. And the criticism is different when you play for Arsenal. Everything is different. Do you think Martinelli needs to raise his head a lot more when he has the ball? Yep. Facts, Nelson did his thing versus Forest. Now he needs to shirt against the bigger teams. Any team. You could be playing a Sunday league team. You could be playing Real Madrid tomorrow, which obviously you can't show your quality. And for me, Nelson, what you as the game went on and you showed that confidence, keep it. Because the reality is, what's the worst that can happen? You get dropped, it doesn't work at, at Arsenal Football Club. You know, football means the world to these guys. It definitely means the world to me. Obviously, you don't want people to make mistakes. You want people to comprehend the opportunity they have. But at the same time, you need to be free. Only when you're free of the mind, you're, you're, you're free psychologically, can you do what you need to do. You know, Nelson's confidence has been shot because he ain't been playing. He's been injured. He's at that halfway house. Rightly so. I'm not saying it directly correlates Arteta, but you need to be free. And that goes for everyone. You make a mistake. So what? Learn from it. Go again. It means it need, you can't. Sometimes you see footballers... Sometimes you make more mistakes if you've got the ball and you're trying to play a bit too safe. Like what Grealish said a few months ago at City, you're playing a bit too safe. You rob everything of what got you to this stage. And sometimes you can make more mistakes. When you're so focused on not effing up, you might actually eff up. And one thing I like about Arteta, and he's shown it, bro, these men, he's going to make mistakes. They're going to make mistakes. Yeah, it's going to cost us and we're going to shout, but you might need to get on with it. You've seen Saliba make mistakes. Ramsdale make mistakes. Gabriel make mistakes. Tommy Asu make mistakes. Benjamin White make mistakes. Saka and Martinelli make mistakes. In terms of not bagging when they should. Jesus as well. Odegaard the same. No one's perfect. If everyone was a world-class player and all these things, and they wouldn't be here. They genuinely wouldn't be here because of what we're doing at this moment in time. So it just has to keep going, man. Like I said, though, this attitude issue, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not saying it's wrong, but 
hey, trusty's doing his thing. Long report soon land between now and tomorrow, people. I don't know if he meant that goal. I I haven't seen Saka's goals been disallowed. I mean, this attitude issue, what is it though? A man should so well, man wanna score, blood. I'm not being funny, but where's the what sort of attitude is she? Because he wants to score, because he's angry at teammates. That happens in football, bro. I'm one of the nicest guys off the field. My friends flipping hate me, and I flipping hate them playing Sunday league. You know, we're calling people, we're calling people each this, that, and the other. When they do things, I'll throw my arms in the air and them the same. But what is it like? Because they might Eddie wouldn't be here, especially some young young you that don't bag. Arteta's not gonna give you the new deal. And if he's sulking, get him out. For me, Eddie's always had a good maturity, understands I've got to be patient. I don't agree with this attitude thing. Like, what is where is that coming from? Where's the evidence? I'm not saying it's wrong, but where's the evidence? <laughs> you lazy DJ on a Sunday. Something like I'm a good guy, man. I'm a good guy, man. It's just I got that Pepe thing about me. Not not Nicholas, the, the centre back, man. It's, it's it's yeah, man. I'm yeah, it's a bit mad still, but it means a lot to me. I don't know how much Ferran Torres would cost, bro, but I'm on that. Hey, you remember the Brazilian wig tick? If you know, you know. <laughs> People, I that brother looked at me like, yo, what's going on? Like, oh man, you no attitude, just frustrations. I can't lie. When Eddie comes on, it's like them man choosing not to pass him the ball. I didn't say that, but I hear that. In my opinion, Eddie isn't to help us in the champs next year. I'm not gonna lie until I see a mad thing from Eddie. It's a squad thing, in it. And if you can bring in a next striker, maybe with a different profile, better than what we have. If Balogun becomes triple times the player he is right now. I've, listen, I love the Haylen boys. I love everyone at Arsenal, but I've got no allegiances to you. I've got allegiances to my football club. What sort of fan would I be here if I didn't want us to improve in any position? You know, if you don't adapt, if you don't improve, life swallows you under, you know, and that's what these boys got to do. You can't rest on your laurels. A couple players we write off will surprise us. That's why I don't write off Laconga, Tavares and all of these things. Mistakes in the team will happen. I just want to see the learning from them or expect to repeat them exactly. I wouldn't mind Rashford, but if it feels like he's going to stay at United, in it? But at the same time, we've got too many of these guys. Are they wingers? Are they strikers? You know, there's a lot of similar talking points with Rashford with a lot of our sort of younger players as well. And let's just pattern what we have before we start trying to do bring in the others. There is no evidence. Fans are just frustrated. Fans always want to do stuff, man. Always want to force things, man. You know, Smith Rowe not eating right now. Eddie's got an attitude problem, you know, Saka was playing bad, it was, you know, this, that and the other guys written off. Crazy, man. English striker suddenly showing up. Who are you taking, Tony Wilson or Abraham with Kane, of course? I think Abraham's a shooting. I think Rashford and Sterling, pardon me, if one of the two goals or both of them go, they're players that can play up front, especially with Sterling on the Southgate. Um, I don't think Wilson will get it. I would pick Tammy if it man said Tammy. I'd pick Tony if it was up to me out of them. I just think he's a bit different, really. Big up Wilson, but yeah, man. Big up DG Saliba and Gabriel will continue to make mistakes. They're still young in the, in centre back terms. All the squad is, as somebody said, it's just about learning. If you're making this old habits die hard, but if you're making the same mistake frequently, too frequently, then you're not learning in it. So it's one of them. I hope Jonathan David won't slip out of our fingers and end up banging the goals for your Chelsea slash United. Last season, Eddie elevated his game and moved away from just want to score goals mindset, which is exactly, and he has improved. With me, I just don't know if Eddie's cut from the cloth we require in it. Like, he's still developing. I don't know if you're going to get, you will, because there's only two strikers, but I don't know if you're going to get the necessary starts or starts and these things to go to the level I think you need to, um, really. 
I know he works. I don't want to praise man for working hard and things like that because it's a dangerous territory. But you just need to see a bit more. Bring back that Eddie that was scoring at the start of last season. Players always, people always going to favour players. I'm no different. If we had Nicolas Pepe and Saka and Saka doesn't score a certain chance and Pepe doesn't, I'm going to be a bit more, I'm going to on one hand be a bit more harsher on Saka because in an Arsenal shirt, I expect Saka, a lot more of Saka than I have of Pepe for all their ability and whatnot. But at the same time, I'm going to cut Saka a bit more leeway than Pepe because I like him a bit more. You know, we, we're all subject to conscious and unconscious biases. It's just being able to recognise them confirmation bias you know some of you in the chat one person said eddie's got attitude issue so you're looking for a next one to say he's got attitude issue i don't know where this attitude thing is man i don't know like, again i'm not saying people are wrong but i'm just saying point me to the evidence because i don't know in it i can't accuse i can accuse eddie of probably not scoring not getting into goal scoring positions and really not making much of an impact in his last couple games but attitude nah man if he wasn't showing a certain attitude, I'll tell you, weed you out very quickly. I think that's one thing since he signed for this football club. To his credit, he showed no, like he ain't been scared to do that, whether you're young or old. Frustration, normal things, man. But I, I ain't going to waste any more time on that, man. Raid to 10K, we grow. Come on, man. Hopefully we can get to... For too long on YouTube. I feel like Eddie is a winger. Ah. Uh, big up to Eddie for showing the adaptability and that. But uh, I ain't trying to, ain't no trying to see Eddie and Ketty on the flanks. Until I see significant progress, I ain't trying to see that, man. Arteta oh, knows more than me. I know he's back the gaffer. but he did, And I did want to see, like in pre-season, when Eddie started on the left or Jesus, they were swapping a lot more. Can't really see. I say I saw that, man. I'd rather if, if, if Eddie has to start for now. I'd, and it's good for your development and all that jazz, but I'd rather you just play through the middle, bro. Pull Jesus out wide, man, because there's a bit more layers to his game if required. I'm not really on that. I can't lie. I hope that he can develop and able to play there, but I'm not really on that, man. I can't lie to you, man. It's a bit of a mad thing still. I'm not, I can't say I'm down for that, but what do I know? Big up you lot tuned in. American Guna, first things first, one love for gifting out five community subs. Thank you on behalf of myself and everybody listening and everyone who's benefited from that. Footy Chats, one love for you resubscribing via Amazon Prime as well on Twitch. Big up you lot as well that have done that, but ain't been mentioned. I, I don't know about that, bro. I don't know. I don't know about the Eddie Striker tick. I don't know. I don't know. Last season, the fan base was so united on the same page, but this season, for some reason, everyone's out to get each other and being overcritical. I do think Arsenal fans, you know, we do overreact at times, but I don't think that that's been the case. I still think men are together. I believe Eddie gives off Welbeck vibes. I mean, if he could do off the Welbeck vibes, well, not, but Welbeck could suitably play on the flanks, you know. I was, I, bro, I was on the verge of tears when we signed Danny Welbeck, but when he left, I was like, he could be a decent squad player even till now, really. Welbeck had more layers to his game than Eddie. Like, you know, Welbeck had a limited skill set and kind of just enhanced that. He knows. You could use him out wide to get further forward and use his physical abilities and stretch the team. He actually was quite decent in terms of link-up play. You know, I was, bro, I was vexed when we signed Welbeck. Big up, DJ. If anything, Eddie showed elite attitude in all or nothing. Scenes, series when he pulled up Sambi. Exactly, bro. Eddie strikes me as a very mature lad, very self-aware. Obviously, every man, every player wants to play. Again, even if you're, I don't even know, Carl Hine. You should believe that you could take a Ramsdale spot. If you don't believe that, you shouldn't be at the club. That's just me in it, anyways. No one needs to be in the squad if you don't. If you're not happy to not play, if you're happy to not play and just pick up your paycheck. So yeah, shout out to uh, Rashford, like you said, there for bagging, joining a hundred goal club in that. 
Shout out to him, man. Keep running up the likes, people. Let's 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 start with the popular. In fact, let's let's should we start with the should we start with the rumors or should we start with the press conference? I'm starting with Mikel Arteta's press conference because I want a selfish thing right now, people. I want to see Arteta press conference, and then we'll look at obviously what's going on in the news and that. Eddie looked sharper in pre-season. I mean, pre everybody looks madness in pre-season. And, you know, we've seen Tuba Akpom. We, we, we've seen Bertier and Rees in pre-season. But, yeah, continuing with Mikel Arteta, it's a joy to play here. Big up the Arsenal fans, people, is what it is. Uh, apparently, is this the whole press conference? I don't think it is, but we'll see exactly what Mikel has had to say. Uh, on the response from Thursday, great, really determined, really aggressive, really going for it with no hesitations. This is what we wanted. We talked about it. We can have a result after the run that we were in, but it's about how we respond. We did it from the beginning in a convincing way. Yeah, I agree with Arteta. We, I would say forget PSV for a sec. It was a good response from the Southampton game. Still need to learn the lessons we ain't learned. Even though they were minimum from, from Nottingham Forest. Closed the game in the first half, something we didn't do against Southampton. Second half, went up several gears and slaughtered them in it. Four goals and that, really. But we did score within the first 10 minutes. So, yeah, man, we just need to go, man. Again, we all keep your opinions coming, man. No one's right. No one's wrong. This is what football is now. Not going to lie. The way we play now is the closest to Wengable we've seen since the man himself ran Arsenal. I hear that. Everyone's a scapegoat these days. Sacco was a scapegoat early in the season. Man were on to Tierney. Gabriel was on a witch hunt, you know. Smith Rowe, people, he's not even playing. People talking about weight. You know, Jacques has come a long way, but he was that once upon a time. There was a time last season, man, I like party. We're never going to get around that. You know, there's always something with fans. And that goes for all clubs. They probably all see that, but is what it is, man. On a special day for Nelson, you can sense how happy everyone was for him. Players, the staff, he's a great kid. He's really fighting and trying to get his place back. His journey has put him in the right place now to try to fulfil his potential. And today he made a huge step on that, on how he's matured a lot. Not only that, but with a lot of things that have happened in his life and the ways he's responded to that. He's focused. Now is football. He wants to be at the club and compete with top players we have here. He's done it today and he helped the team to win the game. On Saka's injury, he was limping. He was uncomfortable. He had... So let's wait what the news is. On the second half, it was time for the players to enjoy that moment. They earned it. We had so many games, a lot of emotions. They've he hasn't played a lot of minutes as well or any prior to that and he's every day conducting the right way it's great to see some players having minutes 300 winners at the Emirates Stadium it's great honestly thank you so much for all the supporters coming back it made the game much simpler much easier the boys were just talking about it's a joy to come here and play in front of them it's really special and what we're not back in we're not playing at home for a sec now in it weren't that the last one till December so yeah everyone who was at the Emirates savour it in it car now boy Molyneux, well, in the league, sorry. Molyneux to come, Stamford Bridge. You know, I'm sure Brighton's there. You know, you can all type, again, we can all type in on on, on Google Arsenal's fixtures, in it? But we all know towards the end of the year now, issues getting real. They said that about October, we bust case. We need to keep going. We need to take the good, make it great. Obviously, the, the, the improvements we need to make within this team, it's pretty obvious that we need to improve that. But November, again, we need to review the month of October, really. We'll probably do that tomorrow. I'll chop a little vid up for you lot. Don't forget, it's football manager fault. We're playing at 4.30. But we've got Zurich on Thursday, Chelsea away uh, three days later on the 6th of Sunday, 12pm. Uh, then three days after that, we've got the EFL against Brighton at home. So, yeah, 
we're not at home in the league until December, but you can catch us at Brighton in that game. Obviously, you probably see rotation. And then after that, we've got Wolves away. So it's another big test on the squad. But if someone like Nelson can announce themselves, be used, utilised more often, and we can rest players and we keep pushing people, then only an idiot or someone that doesn't really like their football club wouldn't want that people in it. So, yeah, man. So it is what it is. Smash the like button. Abigail, I don't know what that is, but I haven't said a damn word about Torres. Maybe that's directed at someone in the chat, but I'll leave that to you. Big up you lot. So, yeah, moving on from this, people. Uh, Arteta on goals, Nelson, Saka and the atmosphere. On whether Arteta has made Partey watch his goal against Spurs back. He did watch it this morning, to be fair, but for sure it was a great goal. His performance is well raised today to a level he should be playing. And that's the consistency. The ability is there, but Partey need to do this. Stay fit, but do this all the time. Yeah, games, I'll even cut you a luxury if you're injured in that. But yeah, we already read we already read that with Nelson. Saka injury, hopefully or not. It was a bad kick right from the beginning. He was limping, but I don't see anything further than that. Let's see how he is in the next couple of days. He said, I think both the leg and ankle, he got kicked a few times and he wasn't comfortable to continue. I mean, he said that's for them. Arte, I would have liked you to double down because Saka is getting kicked from pillar to post consistently. On what this month has told him about the team, Lucky how I am, how how lucky I am, sorry, to have them together with me. And again, especially when we win, lose or draw, how united we are, how we respond to that. And today, I think it was a really good example. We know the schedule we're facing now. We're going to be facing in January. It's really, really demanding. So we have to face it and we want to do it in the best possible way. Big up the fans. We already know. Big up the fans as well. We already, Arteta has paid homage to the fans. Um on the response, people, he said, big teams have to respond as quick as possible. And we did that after the disappointment of Thursday night. You don't have time. You go here Friday evening, one half training session and be ready, not only physically, but mentally again to another demand against a team that beat Liverpool and the pressure is on. You lose the first place. You are there. We need to get used to that. On winning by a big scoreline, it was great. We certainly have been creating the chances to score and we haven't been hitting the target enough. We have discussed that whole week. We have discussed that the whole week. And today, the individual talent obviously made the difference. They scored some fantastic goals and they shared the goals, which I think is important as well. Again, we already spoke about his comments with Nelson. On Nelson giving, giving him confidence after Saka's injury, we don't know. First of all, there are two different things. The fact that we have players that can contribute to winning games is really powerful. That's what we need. When you look on the bench to have players to change the game today, he's done it. Amen. And there was a time, if we look at Smith-Rowe, Smith-Rowe was starting week in, week out last season. He lost his place and was doing a bit of a super sub tick. So if Nelson can do that or anyone else, we're laughing a bit, innit? Big up, Reese Nelson. Come on. My, I knew not to sell my stocks. 22 years of age. It's now or never, though. He said it was amazing display from us, you know, and of course, I'm happy to just get on and get a couple of goals. But the most important thing was the three points and display we did it in. He said, when I went to warm up, I was thinking, I'm just going to warm up, then maybe come back down again. OK, maybe warm up. But then the gaffer said, OK, maybe warm up for a bit longer. I kept warming up. I came back again and warmed up again. So I kept going like, like a yo-yo. And then he said, Reese, you're coming on. I was just like, wow. But I knew it was one of those. It was my moment. So I had to seize it, you know. So I'm just happy and delighted that I could get on and help the team. Big up you. On his two goals, he said it was amazing. Like I was playing FIFA a bit. The first one, I think the first one, Gabby saw me in the box and I knew I could get there. So I had to get there. What do I always say? Think. Don't just wait for things to happen. Be proactive. He wasn't on his heels. If he's not on his, if he's on his heels and he thinks, oh, Martinelli's doing all right, and he's watching it like us fans, he's not in the box. You're not in the box. You're not going to score. 
simple as that. I could have made a serious inappropriate joke there, but PG. <laughs> I was going to take it first time, but I kind of rolled it onto my left and hit it. Then I think the keeper saved. I was gutted. Then it came back and my eyes lit up and I just hit it and then banged it into the top corner. So I was really delighted. Then the second one, I was just busting my gut to get in the box again, hit the box. Because there's not too many players that consistently do that at Arsenal. Xhaka is one of the top players that do that. So I'm really delighted. Then the second one, oh, well, sorry, I've already said that. And he said, I think I just got there. And of course, I just placed it into the corner. But like I said, I'm just really happy and overwhelmed by the occasion. Big up, Reese. Um, he, he said, and just the sound effects, it's like you said, I've been waiting patiently. I've been on loan. Sometimes you feel like it's got, it's not going to come, you know. But of course, I believe in God and I believe in myself and I believe in the team. I love how you're speaking, you know. So I've just been patient and ready for that, ready for the opportunity to come. Stay ready. Don't have to get ready. I'm giving him confidence. I think it gives me all the confidence in the world. And like I said, I'm just going to keep trading every day like I can, hard as I can. If I get another opportunity, just keep going, helping the team really, and just keep pushing on. Amen. Well, we wouldn't get out the hood with Reese. We're not there yet, but we're moving all right. This was a few weeks ago. Martinelli, I'm sorry, Arteta back special talent Nelson to shine. And he said this, this was a few weeks ago. After the spell that he had last year on loan, we wanted him to come back to see if there are any changes. And there's a prospect that we can take to the next level. We think the potential is there. We've seen something in Reese that is special. He's been part of our academy system and he's going to have an opportunity. He's been out for almost three weeks, three months, sorry, with an injury. He's back now. He's fully fit and he's ready to play. He just needs minutes. His attitude and the way he's matured and evolved over the past year or so has been really impressive. I think everybody is talking about it and now he needs to do it on the pitch. Amen. He then went, this was a month, this is obviously a month ago, but again, it's a squad game. It's a test for the squad in terms of numbers and the quality that you have when you make changes and how you notice that. At the same time, it's about how you are able to consistently play at the highest level and demand that of yourself and be successful doing it. Facts, Gaffer. It's not something that we did last season and it's something we'll have to do this year for different reasons. But I think everyone is going to have to be able to do that after the World Cup, especially with the scheduling that we have. And I remember when I went to the Emirates, uh, there was a piece from... Oh, what's this? I might. What, um, is it watch along business? Oh, I got football today as well. This is a shag. I might have to cancel football to do a watch along for the under 21s, you know. Oh, why don't they give people time, man? I really want to play five aside. Why don't they say yesterday they're doing this, man? I need to get back. All right, reviews come out later today as well for our under-18s and whatnot. People come doing you lot dirty, but for God's sake, Arsenal, tell us about it. 300 wins. Where's the Reese Nelson thing, man? Let me go back, people. I remember there was something about Nelson. He did a little think piece thing. I'd say, people, we've gone down the rabbit hole. We've started, so let's continue. Another one. Yeah, big up you lot. Reese could be a late bloomer. People develop at different rates. And I think with football, everybody looks at, well, you Saka did it, so you do it. You know, and I see some of fans here say it all the time. Like, oh, it's not about being young. Saka, the madman that was at United, Pedri, Fatty, these guys, bro, man, are naming 10 players out of the thousands of millions of footballers, couple of exceptions to the rule. It don't work like that. Some people are going to start well and then kind of tire out. Everybody's journey is different. And again, it comes down to how you are as an individual, like Nelson, for me, is a confidence lad, and that's probably affected him. There it is. Nelson on loans, maturing and mentoring. I ain't going to read all of this, but again, he's been on the round like a while. It's now or never, blood. 
I'm 22. I made my debut when I was 17 and I feel I've learned a lot since then. When I was younger, I was maybe the cheeky chappy, very loud and just doing my own thing, which probably got me into trouble a bit. I wasn't really good with timekeeping and things that I should have been doing. I was doing what I wanted. I made my debut at 17 and was training with the first team at 15 and 16. So I felt like I had all the time in the world. But if I could give one bit of advice now is that time goes just like that. Amen. So any other opportunity you do get, it's a basic thing, but live it and understand it to the full because you never know how quickly your career can go. He spoke about how he's been mentoring Ethan as well. Big up that, but it is what it is. And he did speak about listening to coaches and doing things as well, people. So, yeah, and he obviously here, he spoke about training with the first teamers at the time. He said, for me right now, the person I look at and think he's doing well is Bakayo. That's because of how young he is and how he just takes everything in his stride. For me, that's a great thing to see. He's come through the academy, taking that route. He's done it perfectly. I think people underestimate how young he is and what he's actually achieving. For me, Bakayo is an inspiration because any young player should want to be like him. And then he said his mother inspires him. That's lovely to hear, man. And then he said Arsenal is like a family as well, people, which we already know. Spoke about having close friends and obviously learning while he was on loan. He said, I've done it before. Obviously, he was at Hoffenheim. But this time felt different because of the pandemic and I was on my own quite a bit. So you, you learn a lot about yourself. I think there's a saying in life, it says a lot of problems in societies is, is, is men's ability to be in a room bored. And in a lot of people, everybody, no one wants to be in a room by themselves and question their whole life, what they need to do, where they need to get to and be honest with themselves. You know, only, you know, you don't do it alone, but you have to do it on your own. If you don't believe, no one else can believe. So hopefully he keeps doing his thing. I did a lot for myself and I learned about local culture, how the Dutch live. And I love that side. Now I'm 22. I've had a couple of loans in Germany and Holland and I've learned so much. And for me, it's about staying fit. He picks up these little niggling injuries. And he spoke about in, in, in Feyenoord how he was struggling with the, the training load, really. And he was getting injuries. So clearly he's looking after himself a bit better, people. I mean, we know you come from a different, difficult neighbourhood. I don't want to just focus on that, people. And scrolling already, he said, I had a great time, but as soon as I came back through the gates at Arsenal after my loan, I don't know what it is, but I felt like, I felt that love I have in my heart for Arsenal. I've always had that. People who have been at the club for a long time have that love, and I think it never leaves you. I don't know if it's because I know everyone here from the security guards and the cleaners to Edu and everyone else, but it feels like my home. Home's where the heart is, but home always breeds confidence as well and complacency. You're away, you don't know how much you miss it, but when you come back straight away, you feel like you're at home again. I feel like everyone knows what I can do already, but I do feel like I want to get out there and play games again. I've played 50 times for Arsenal, but it hasn't been consistent. It's been over a period of five years, which is not what I wanted to achieve. Well, you have to do more. I've made my debut at 17. Of course, I didn't expect to play every game straight away, but I really want to get into the rhythm of playing week in, week out. That's something that I've dreamed of. That's the main goal for myself. And I feel if I can do that, that I can do that, then my abilities will come through. I want to stay injury free and focus on things I have to do. Big up to him. Big up Mumsy as well. He said, when I think of other times when I've been discouraged, I always try to realise that I could be in a worse position. I've always learned to take extra steps as it comes and remain thankful for everything I do have. Then if I get the chance to evolve, I have to take it. There are so many games coming up. Anytime I get called up, I'll be ready. I'm used to playing European football. I've done it for a long time, so I'm happy. I'm sorry, I'm ready if it's this competition too. So, yeah, man, big him up for that, man. Mature words from... A 22-year-old young man. Xhaka off topic said there's more to come as well, people. He's the 17th player to reach the landmark for the club. He's played 200 games in the Premier League for us, people. It makes me proud for myself, for my teammates, for the staff. I've 
I've had in the last seven years. It's not usual to make 200 games for a club like this. I always said I want to give something back. I feel at home as well. So hopefully there's more to come. 200 games, you can't achieve that from today, tomorrow. It needs a lot of hard work, a lot of discipline. A lot of people were included around me for the last seven years. And in the end, it's hard work. Big him up. This is what we want to see us players, the fans and the football club. We deserve to be there, in my opinion. Now we have to keep going, keep believing in each other that we can achieve something. So, yeah, big him up for that one. Apparently, more than uh, Fabrizio Romano said, more than three clubs asked for Reese Nelson on loan in the summer, but Arsenal decided to keep him. Arteta is really happy with his approach to training, which he need to do. Nelson can be a really important player for Arsenal to be used when rotating the squad for now. Hopefully, that is the case. Nelson has been directly involved in the same amount of Premier League goals in the space of eight minutes at the time versus Nottingham Forest as Jaden Sancho has in 10 Premier League appearances this season. Now, Sancho's my guy. The, everyone can do these mad stats without context, really. But it shows that there's ability there. Big up Sancho. I want him to do well as well. Even Odson Adoy. Arsenal have now scored 30 league goals in 12 league games this season. We scored 61 last season in the league. So hopefully we keep going. And it goes win games and that. Big up Jesus. He might not have bagged against Forrest, but he had the most touches in the opposition box with 17. Had the most shots with seven. Most draws one with six. Most tackles with three. Most shots on target um, with three created four chances and he got two assists to run away with. The goals will come, my brother. Odegaard made 18 passes into the box against Nottingham Forest, the most by an Arsenal player in a Premier League game since December 2022. William versus Spurs, right? Never would have thought I'd have saw William there, but big up Reese Nelson. His game by by uh, numbers, 100% shot accuracy, 92% of his passes, had 50 touches, had nine touches in the up box, one possession five times, had three shots on target and two goals for his for his. Pardon me for his problems that he caused to them. And an assist. He made two passes into the box um, and he had created two chances. So big up Reese, man. Get confidence. Keep doing it. Nine consecutive games, one on um, one at home, people. But again, only one clean sheet. So that tells you there's gears to go up. And our home record this season in all comps, it's lovely to see, man. And we've, you know, and we've scored 23, conceded seven and kept three clean sheets. And that is in three, six... Eight games, eight games, three clean sheets, seven goals conceded, 23 scored. All right. Arsenal scored five plus goals in the Premier League for the third time since last season. Big up us, people. So, yeah, people, we're unbeaten in 15 games when we've been leading at halftime. We drew the latest one against Southampton. Uh, you weren't you didn't you weren't dancing this yesterday, was you pussy old Jesse Lingard man? He had the fewer touches, dickhead. But anyway, sorry, people. Martinelli in the first half, he did his thing as well. Got his fifth goal, league goal of the season. 29 touches, 12 final pass entries, five touches in the up box, three passes into their box, two interceptions, two shots, and a goal. And big up Pablo Maria as well. Fantastic touch of class from us to be doing up that one. So, yeah, man, it is what it is. Arsenal in October, we won 3-1 against Spurs, 3-2 against Liverpool, 1-0 against Leeds, drew 1-1 with Southampton, uh, which we shouldn't have, uh, and smacked up Forrest in it. Four wins, one draw, four goals conceded and three goals scored across those five games. What's this or be no account saying? We've lost just one of our 11 PL meetings with Forrest before that came up. Big up the Arsenal ladies who won as well, I believe. So, yeah, man, we're doing what we need to do. Only Kevin De Bruyne has more goal assists than Saka and Jesus this season with five. 
Big up Xhaka once again. Arsenal won seven of their nine games in October, losing and drawing one, equaling a club record of a number of wins in a single calendar month, people, which was also seven between 1987. And we also did it again in 04, February of that year, people. Big up Harvey Downs as well, people. Five of the last seven times an Arsenal player scored two goals off the bench in the Premier League has come in the month of October. Apparently, Nelson is the first Englishman to score a brace as a sub um, for Arsenal in the Premier League. And we scored as many goals in the first hour yesterday as we managed in the last five games. So hopefully we get back up there. Grealish who? Sancho what? I don't know them, man. Saliba's recovered possession five times so far, more than any other player in the game. That was lit. Only Fulham and Spurs have scored more headed goals than us. Crazy. So, yeah, man, good statistics, them. Arsenal beating 35 of the 37 teams they faced under Mikel Arteta. We only failed to beat Villarreal and obviously Forrest at the time, people. And prior to that, we went 30 games without a sub scoring in all comps, which obviously Nelson said that it won't be done again in it really so yeah it was nice that's nice to know and nice to see in it Xhaka and Potter have eight goal contributions between them in the league this season three assists and five goals between them shout out the midfield generals and the experienced uncles the front three of Jesus Martinelli and Saka have three uh the front three of them they've got 26 goal contributions between them so far within the 12 games they've played smash the like button if you haven't already once again I have to keep showing it people you know unfortunately we drew we lost to PSV and then sandwiched in between that well, out, you know, in between that is all the victories, mate. So, yeah. Arsenal alongside City are the only remaining side with a 100% record at home in the PL this season. Six games, six wins, 19 goals, scored seven conceded, plus six goal difference, 18 out of 18. Now, I want us to have that Anfield thing. Obviously, it got broken against Leeds, beating Leeds and Nottingham Forest isn't for everyone. But, yeah, I want it to stay to the end of the season. Probably won't. Martin Odegaard made 18 passes into the box against Forest and a goal to match, which, you know, they're on to Odegaard slightly as well, really. What's this? Jesus is not the perfect striker, but he may just be perfect for Arsenal. He is perfect for us, but he needs to score, my brother. So, yeah. I mean, this looks like a lot of jargon or one for me to read. Obviously, unfortunately, it was his seventh game without scoring. But we know he's literally created. We just saw them statistics there, people. Jesus has started his Arsenal career with five goals from 15 games. And the only remarkable thing about that is how... It, that is how in keeping it with the rest of his career. A goal just under every three games is roughly what Jesus averaged wherever he goes, whether at Palmeiras, 16 and 47, or City, where he got 58 and 159, or Brazil, where he's got 19 and 56. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. One of the reasons it feels unfair judging by Jesus by the output of a conventional striker is that his input is not that of a conventional striker. Of his 72 touches, only 16 came in the Forest penalty area. Well, you would like him to stay in the area a bit. 13 were in his own half. Here's the Lacazette team. Big up Jesus, though. The vast majority, in fact, were on the left wing with another little cluster around the left edge or the centre circle. He attempted more tackles than any other Arsenal player. Jesus is, in effect, a ball-winning wide midfielder who does strike in the ball for a bit, little bit extra cash. I hear this, and this is all right, but I think Jesus has the ability to score a decent amount of goals. So take all of that and do the, and, and get the goals, innit? It will happen, man. It will happen. And we know he grew up in Brazil. This is irrelevant to, to the case, man. But he'll get good, man. He'll get good. So with that, just before we get into, um, that was a long read, before we get into the, you know, the more contract talk and that, they told us we'd fall off in October. Steady on, man. We just have to keep going, man. Hope he proves me wrong. I mean, let him do his thing. Xhaka underrated world-class cam of recent. <laughs> 
I was in the box last night. I hear that. I don't know what that is, man. <laughs> of course I do. Nelson, Reese Nelson was always the one the academy staff were excited about more than Saka Smith. I don't know if that's true because Saka was a lot of people rated and Smith Rowe and Nelson unhelpful, but they've also been touted as the best talent out of Hayland since Jack Wilshere. These things don't help anyone, but hopefully Nelson can do that, man. And he did pick his... I mean, Nelson, I always talk bigs up, Nelson, but, you know, Afa keep going. Nuno Tavares is so bad. He's irrelevant to this right now. I can't lie, MLS doesn't move me. I hear that. We got Brighton at home next Thursday in the cup. Amen. Marcus Turam, I'm not really convinced. Still good player, but not really convinced. Any news on Saka? We're waiting, man. Appreciate you, Swagger. Smashed, what a name. Just tuned in now. Big up yourself, DG. One of the most consistent in the game. I appreciate that, man. I don't, don't think I should be praised for necessarily consistency. It comes with the territory. It's a necess necessity, but one love for you recognising that, man. So, yeah, man. With that being said, let's see what else is... Let's see what's being said in the, in the papers and all of that. New contracts for this guy and that guy and... And this guy and that guy in the third. So let's see. Before we get into that, I need to switch over to Safari because that's where I am logged in on the Athletic. First thing, Bakayo Saka, Arsenal, or better yet, Arteta, hopeful Bakayo Saka's World Cup hopes are not in doubt. I think we've indirectly already seen that, but he said hopefully not. It was a bad kick. He was limping, but I don't see it further than that. Both foot and ankle, he got kicked a few times. So I guess we're just going to wait till the physio and the CT scans and all of that. Apparently, Arsenal make contract offer to Saliba. We've been knowing this. Um, scrolling down, Saliba did his thing, people. Eight clean sheets across 17 games. And I think him and Ben White did very well to kind of prevent Gabriel from, you know, really paying for his error where he tried to set up just the, the, the Nottingham Forest man. Um, apparently, people are... Te are um, and Arsenal, uh, there's a desire from the Arsenal hierarchy to extend his contract, which is due to run until 2023, with the option of a further 12 months. The French international recently uh, addressed the subject. He said they talk a little bit um, in reference to the discussions. Apparently, those early talks have since turned into formal negotiations and Arsenal have now made an offer. That's positive because there's now progress. But fundamentally, it's not over to the fat lady sings. There is no agreement so far, but dialogue will continue as the North London side try to tie down a player who appears fundamental to Mikel Arteta's team and has many admirers across Europe. And I think I was reading this slightly before people. Was it up here? No, this, it can't be here. Sorry. But there's something else relating to Arsenal in this I think here, this this chat to the next uh, defender, Mavinenko. Mavinenko apparently Brighton want him, but and and he's been linked with Arsenal before. But in the fine print it says being left-footed and capable of building from the back has led to Manchester City and Arsenal to consider him previously. So Brighton might not be alone if the Zerbi's interest develops. So we might have to see what's going on in relation to him, folks, and what's happening there. So, yeah, scrolling back, we need to go over a couple of other... We need to go back to Google Chrome to go over a couple of other things, people. Better yet. So, yeah, keep your opinions flowing and whatnot. Uh, where is it? Where should we start? Where should we start? Let's start with this. We kind of saw this already, folks. But, yeah, Arsenal offer a new deal to William Saliba with the Gunners key to tie down the defender's future after his fine start to the season, which has seen Mikel Arteta's side keep eight clean sheets in just 17 games and rise to the top of the PL, people. So, yeah, man, we've got a bit of a wiggle room with the option of another year, but we need to keep going in it and get my man, you know, he's built on his loans he's had. And... He's doing what he needs to do now, people. Really, he's played 14 games and scored twice. Shout out to him, keep doing what he's doing. So, yeah, man, he's confirmed talks. 
keep doing what you're doing and the price keeps going up and you're, you know, simple as that. Apparently, Arsenal in pole position for free transfer that will save Mikel Arteta and Edu min, uh, millions. Arsenal in pole position to sign Yuri Telemans when the Leicester midfielder's contract expires at the end of the season. We've heard this so many times. He's yet to sign a new one. United have also shown an interest. Arsenal are reportedly best place to complete a deal. Arteta is hoping to strengthen his midfield. I mean, it's great. I'll take Telemans, but I need someone in January because it don't help me if there's injuries or loss of form or we need options and we're saying, oh my God, we're getting someone in 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 the summer, it's over really. Save that for 2023-2024. So we'll have to see how that develops. According to the Mirror, Arsenal are in pole position. Rogers has insisted that the Foxes do not need to part ways with him. It's not something we are thinking of and not anything the club have said we need to do. We don't want to be offloading our best players, that's for sure. So there's been no hint or indication we need to generate money and move them on. But of course, there's a business side to the club and they'll look at it. So that tells you we don't want to move them on, but we're going to have to. We have a number of players out of contract come end of the season. My focus has been working with him and getting the best out of the situation we're in. So everything else is not really spoken about from my perspective. We had a number of long chats in the summer. There is clearly no doubt even a young guy who is clearly focused like Yuri and very professional. It can have an impact, but he has been fully focused. He doesn't let that affect him. He's a top-class professional. He sees the game how I see it on the field. He understands what's happening with the game, with the game and... That's all he can do. Give his very best. His recent performances have been excellent. Apparently, Arsenal also remain interested in Cody Gapo ahead of January, people. And there could be a cut price still. 38 million quid, allegedly. And Van Persie's been talking him up. But I'm not too sure that, you know, there's no tangible evidence that we're getting him apart from that. So, yeah, that's that. Arsenal, Newcastle, keen on signing Hossamau. Oh, yeah, mate. According to this report, he's a, he's a target of Arsenal and Newcastle. 24-year-old 20, stock has fallen. His game time at Lyon has uh, as considerably dropped from last season. He's barely played 170 minutes of league football this term across three games. Real Batista still monitoring him. Arsenal and Newcastle allegedly are interested as well. I still take him, but yeah, if you could get Milinkovic-Savic, as it said here, why not? But that's probably dream chasing. Again, Ben Jacobs is saying Telemans wants to join us. As we know, he's not going to extend his thing. It's an intriguing one because they put in a lot of work for Telemans. They know that Telemans wants Arsenal. So this is not the type of transfer where Arsenal have to worry about player buying. If they move for Telemans, then Telemans will join Arsenal. But it's all about what Arsenal want. What's right for their chemistry and dynamic mid-season if we're talking about January. Their interest is never going away. It's one to watch because he's in good form now for Leicester and he's a goal scorer. Arsenal join race for championship star, uh, you know, Bereton Diaz. He, he, he used to play for Nottingham Forest and I'm sure he scored against us, but the 23-year-old's doing quite well. Ain't his contract running down. Apparently, Roger, uh, Rovers have offered Bereton Diaz, the Chile, Chilean international. Last Chilean, Chilean don we got was decent, but apparently we've been linked with him as well as Newcastle and West Ham. Uh, Sevilla and Nice have been interested, but apparently they want 15 million for a player whose deal is running down. So we'll have to see how that develops. Blackburn got a couple of guys. They got that young Phillips centre-back. They got, is it Wharton, the midfielder? There's a couple of boys that will probably move on from Blackburn sooner rather than later, really. Big up, Blackburn. Arsenal build for the future as Mikel sends scouts to watch 21-year-old Brazilian. Apparently, we've sent scouts to watch Danilo people on Wednesday. That that doesn't shock me. If we really want to see a player, we're going to watch as many games as we can. At this point, if we've bidded for him like we did, we've done enough scouting and due diligence. This is just about keeping him form. Hopefully, we can make a bid for him and get over the line. Apparently, we are preparing a bid worth £26 million in January, people. So, we'll have to see. 
Apparently he was whole, he was in the latest game we looked at. He was he was sub subbed after forty five minutes. Crazy, Hendrik, what a player he's gonna be. It's understood. It's understood. Arsenal are not expected to enter the race for Hendrik, who is wanted by Chelsea, Madrid, and City. With Danilo, Mudrik, and Ivan Endika among their targets in the next transfer window, signing Danilo will not be a straightforward task, given the fact that the holding midfielder is under contract until 2026, and he would be joining us with 137 appearances and 12 goals for his club. So he still need a lot of time to develop and make an instant impact, but he'd come with a decent amount of experience, people. Arsenal can finally land winger signing by beating United to discount a 25 million bargain. Now they're saying in January, Cody Gatpo could be available for 25 million. I'm not too sure I believe that. But apparently, you know, reports in Holland are reporting that PSV are, are experiencing financial difficulties off the field. So that's probably where it comes to. So that could be good for United, Arsenal or anyone else. Arsenal started talks to sign huge talent, but his price tag has risen to 27 million. This is in relation to Jesper Lindstrup, people who is at Frankfurt. So we'll have to see if that's going to get done. We've already seen the Reese Nelson thing that we spoke about. Arsenal are one of three Premier League sides competing to sign a Europa League standout. Okay. Apparently, we're looking at Danish winger Gustav Isaacson. He's playing 21-year-old, currently plays in Denmark, Denmark with Michelin. He has seven goals to his name, which is the highest tally he's achieved despite only being, uh, you know, October. So with him standing out, fitting the profile in terms of age, naturally everybody's going to be looking at everybody, really. So we'll have to see. Part and he's got interest from AC Milan and Fiorentina, allegedly. Arsenal target for Kando Torres people in January as Bakayo Saka competition with talks held. Arsenal are couldn't move this man. Arsenal are considering a January move for Orlando City forward for Kando Torres. Arsenal are due to hold talks with the Uruguay internationals agent as they target a right winger to provide comp for Saka. He's impressed in the MLS this season. Nine goals and ten assists for a 22-year-old. It isn't the worst, people. It's quite decent. He played against us before as well, um, as it says there, people. And apparently he joined for seven. He joined from Penarol, who's a good... He signed a four-year deal with the option of 12 months. Arsenal's interest in Torres is believed to be partly born out of the findings of scout Tony Lima. Since technical director Eddie was appointed, the club has shifted to a more data-led approach when identifying talents. Uh, Arsenal do still use traditional scouting methods and Lima, who was appointed in 2021, has a strong track record of identifying South American talent and is cre credited with one of the first to spot Neymar and Philip Coutinho. I don't discredit that, but, uh, you know, not to discredit him, but Neymar's been known since about 12-13 when he started having trials at Real Madrid at 13. And to be fair with you, I'm not discrediting anything. It actually makes me happy. But everyone can find good players. You're some, you know, let's just say our nans who don't watch football, they could watch a game of football and see the best player on the pitch is that. It's the ones you're not looking for. So everybody is the guy. And normally when it's one scout, he's been put in the right direction. But if he has been one of the first that's been onto these talents, well, why not? And not to discredit him, that's just a general talking point. Arsenal have been tracking several wingers over the past year or so. Pedro Neto, Mudrik have been name dropped. Apparently, Torres is represented by one of the biggest agencies in Uruguay. They also look after Falcando Pelisteri, who was signed by Man United not too long ago. As well as talks with Tor with Arsenal over Torres, the agency are expected to meet with United to discuss Pelisteri's future. Obviously, he's not playing games for them. Apparently, on Friday, November the 4th, the reps of Falcando Torres will travel to London to advance in a move from wherever to Arsenal. If the pass were made, Perendo has 30% of what he saw and stuff. 
Volcando Torres is very close to an Arsenal move. Next transfer window, his agents will be in London next week to close the deal. Allegedly, the talks with Torres' agents have been going on since last season. His agents are him another season but he wants to move to Europe in Jan maybe that boosts his Uruguayan chances in general he'd probably miss the World Cup but you get the point in that regards so yeah and shout out all these Arsenal accounts that you know do a good job of staying up to task with all the news and that Nelson Jesus and Odegaard are in who scored Premier League team of the the week Arsenal have not contacted apparently this is said this was the first guy to break Turner to Arsenal. Arsenal have not contacted Orlando City over a potential move for Star and Uruguay International for Candle Torres. Allegedly, let's let's see exactly what he's had to say. Arsenal have not contacted Orlando City over a potential move for Uruguay star uh, for Cando Torres. I'm told rumours suggesting a move is very close and not true. Many clubs have Torres on their radar. Ex Orlando expect him to be in the Champions League one day. So that might pour cold water on anything, prim you know, anything that's happening at the moment, people. So, yeah, that that is that's, that really and truly. So, yeah, that kind of puts a sour note on things, really, but... The dream is free. The, the Arsenal is, is sold separately, as you know. Let's pick up Arsenal, Buzz. Let's see what they're doing. Mesut Ozil's agent. Ozil could never play for another English team. He's not like Aubameyang. He loved his time at the at Arsenal. He's still in contact with a lot of the players, not least Saka. They have a special relationship. That's great, but no, it's going to take you, man. He says the relationship between Arsenal and Ozil never soured as, as much as reported by the media. He's still a welcome guest at the club. Big him up. Apparently, Yonker said in 2022, 2020, sorry, his talent was not questioned at all. Everyone could see his talent. And by everyone, I mean absolutely everyone, whether it was a coach or the opposition coach or parent or grandparent. Everyone will recognise the talent of the little boy in the youth football. You always have players who everyone sees the player and thinks this is a special one. He might be able to make it. I think Reese was a great example of that. I saw him when he was 14. There was hardly any doubt about it. He's very talented. It's a long way from there to the first team, but you could see he had talent. So, yeah. I think that's it really. Salib. So yeah, Saliba Felcando Torres seems to be it really and truly, people. Brendan Rogers offers Arsenal major hope in signing of Yuri Telemans. Do we really, really seems a bit fugazi to me? But let's see exactly what's been said here. Oh, it's the same thing about the contracts and all of that. I'm still waiting to hear, but we're hopeful we can do some business. That would be great. It doesn't stop us or planning or looking at targets and areas that we need to improve on. And it's just the same thing with Yuri Telemans, really. So we already covered them comments, so it don't seem like there's anything else surrounding the news of Arsenal or anything. But it is where it is, people. Latest news. And I think with that, that's that. Nelly always turns up on the weekend, but cruises in midweek. It actually shows he's maturing in game managing. I don't know about any of that, but I hear that. I have a hard time seeing Saliba signing anything before the World Cup. Hope and pray, Movado settings. Valverde would be lit, but myth. I don't know who the long term replacements for Xhaka and Partey are, but Arsenal need to go find them, my guy. Highest scoring midfield in the league. Run it. The Ozil thing was mad political. We'll get the truth one day. Amen. Let's get to 200 likes. Another 55. I like that. I love that from you lot. Torres in Jan, Valverde in the summer. Oh, Valverde in the summer. You have to be, I'd love it, but he'd have to be incredibly crazy to leave Real Madrid for us. But fair enough, though. If he wants a real challenge, you know where to find us, really. If he ever was on that, he's more than welcome, people. More than welcome. 
more than welcome. So, so welcome. He doesn't even know. We need backups for Partey and Xhaka. We'll take Gakpo for 25 million if PSV is having financial issues, if they are. But uh, even if they are, a lot of these journalists and these headlines, because they want the clicks, they get two and two and make a million, innit? 25 million. Oof. I'm not too sure. How long is he under contract? We'll have to see, man. We've been linked with Gilmando again. Apparently, we're getting linked with some nonsense, people. We're getting we're getting linked with nonsense again, man. 80 million offer from Arsenal for Ford revealed as Gunners I Spaniard on the free. Scrolling all the way down, people. Allegedly, you know, reports have said claiming Arsenal have lodged an 80 million euro bid for Arsenal and he bagged the bagged the hat trick for them man recently. Not too sure that that's true, people. You know, I wouldn't mind KK from Napoli, but yeah. Gilmando on the free, why not really? But there's no tangible evidence, really. They're just saying these things and no one can dispel it, really. There's a lot of noise. We'll have to see what actually happens. Shout out to South Africans as well. Manager and player of the month. Manager, Eddie Howe. He beats Spurs, Eddie Howe. Uh, he deserves his flowers. Player of the month. I'd have to think about that, you know. Someone asked Arsenal's player of the season so far. Again, I'd have to think about that. When we do an, an, an October review... I'll give a proper opinion. See what Locatelli is saying. Have doubts about mentality, though. Is he going to leave Juventus at the first port of call? If it was what you wanted to do since you was a boy and Allegri might not even be there too soon. I'm not too sure, man. Really and truly. Falcao might not be good enough, or he might be. Telemans and or Neves, Sangare, and an option of either Mudrik, Gakpo and Neto. I hear it. Appreciate you, Clement. Real Madrid want Jesus to be successor to, to Benzema. And they, they apparently they couldn't get him or Sterling due to certain registration laws in Spain. That's probably changed now because I think a couple of their players, I think Militao and someone else, they, they're technically registered now as Spaniard, Spanish citizens. So that frees up spots within the team. So, yeah, man, I think I think that's it still. I feel waiting till the summer to get Telemans could be risky as other clubs are going to know he's free. True, but you could say other clubs are going to know that he's in, you know, he could be available in a cup price in Jan. It's a risk we're going to have to take. This Torres brother has been good for Orlando City with nine goals and ten assists. Need to do some research on him to see if he fits our Teta system. Frau Mourinho, I have to say Pai has been our player this season. Big boy, big boy player. You know what? Partey, Xhaka, they're all, they're all, they're all stars to say. You could throw Martinelli into that. You could say Ben White. You could say Saliba. You know, obviously the defenders aren't going to get the credit because goals win games and all these sort of things. But it's a good debate to have, man. It's a good debate to have. If I'm completely honest with you. But on that note, though, there's no point wasting any more of your time, people. I'm back at 4.30 to play Football Manager with you lot on Twitch. I probably will go live a little earlier to just make sure you have a look. Tuesday, Wednesdays, people, you haven't seen them created now, but on YouTube and Twitch, it should be in your Twitch schedules. It'll be there. I'll be watching some Champions League, Europa League games with you lot. So, yeah, make sure you're having a look. You're setting your notifications and that. Make sure you're following on Twitter, on Instagram and all of that stuff. Deludaguna04. Snapchat is Deguna04. TikTok is the same name as all the rest. So, yeah, man, as usual, I hope everyone's well and safe. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I hope everyone's had a blistering start to the Monday. Appreciative to all of you lot tuned in wherever you lot are from just listening, to participating, to just supporting the thing, innit? So I ain't going to bore you lot anymore and ramble on anymore. Is anyone live on Twitch? No one seems to be live on my Twitch page, so I'm going to leave that one there, people, and see you lot later, man. You lot stay blessed, stay safe. We'll back up again very soon.